Welcome to All About Data on Federal News Network. Now your host, Jory Heckman. Thanks for joining me this week on All About Data, a conversation with chief data officers and the people who are making data work better in government. On today's episode, Upskilling the Department of the Air Force for AI Readiness. Here to talk about it is the department's chief data and AI officer, Eileen Vadreen. Ms. Vadreen, thank you for joining me. I'm super excited to be here, so thank you for including me today. I'm excited as well. One thing to bring up before we kind of get into the rest of the conversation here, you are, of course, no stranger to this position or the Department of the Air Force. You previously were the chief data officer for the Department of the Air Force, and now you're the CDAO. Similar but different titles here. Can you just explain to my audience how your current role is different from the CDAO role that you previously occupied? You can't do great artificial intelligence without data. 80 plus percent of successful AI is based on successful data, data preparation, data quality. They're heart of artificial intelligence and data analytics. So it's really about some of our top foundational priorities, operationalizing data and AI for mission readiness, and then expanding data and analytics really as strategic imperatives to deliver data-driven insights and information advantage. So think of data as being the core foundation to operationalize AI at scale. Okay, great. Well, of course, the Air Force has been hard at work with both data and AI initiatives. What are some of the most exciting or biggest potential use cases for AI that you are currently looking at? And how far along is the Air Force in fielding those AI use cases? I would say our AI efforts are in various stages, depending on the initiative, some early, others maturing out. One of the first ones I always point to is, as an exemplar, is our Department of the Air Force AI Accelerator at MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Our airmen and guardian collaborate daily with some of the top AI researchers in the country. They work side by side. And it's about our airmen and guardian bringing that operational perspective to the research community, accelerating impactful research to support our mission. Any given day, there's more than a dozen different use cases that we're working on. Some of the other things that I think are really exciting is our emerging AI initiative on what we're calling autonomous data and AI experimentation proving ground, or we call it ADEX. And this is a joint venture between our organization and AFWERKS, which is the innovation cell at the Department of the Air Force. And it's hosted by the 96 Test Swing, and it's supported by Eglin Air Force Base Enterprise. And here, they're working on establishing a foundational integrated test and experimentation methods and codify them in emerging practices that will enhance and drive our future of what we're calling autonomous and AI-driven capability. So really having a true testing proving ground. But we also have smaller use cases specifically. And when I look at some of the ones that I find very interesting from a mission perspective is one of our use cases is a machine learning application that uses satellite-based cloud imagery to predict what the weather radar return is likely to be. Another one is a machine learning tool that ingests airborne synthetic aperture radar data to predict electro-optical imagery. And so it's really about data-driven insights that are truly mission-focused. 
it seems like one common through line to many of the use cases you just mentioned is that there is this collaborative nature to it, that it is a largely public-private partnership. It's, you know, working with the folks in academia. It's working with the folks in the private sector, uh, really getting the best and the brightest working on this kind of issue. Can you just expand on that a little bit more on how those partnerships are key to accelerating breakthroughs in AI? I think that it If you've heard me speak before, I like to say that data and AI are team sports. We don't do this alone. So it's really about bringing in the best and the brightest. And there, one of the examples I can say is that another partnership that we did with AppWorks, our innovation cell, and our AI accelerator was early in our journey, we started datathons. And our first datathon, we took a very highly manual scheduling tool, and we ran a competition. And and the winner of the first datathon was created a capability that in three days had a 92% accuracy rate. So now we could really repurpose some of that manual labor efforts into really using our airmen and guardian for the, the hard problems. But that was our first datathon. Today, our datathons include academia and industry. So one of the first ones that we did with industry was Cogpilot 1.0. It was laser focused on pilot training optimization. And in Cogpilot 1.0, we brought in industry business that had never done any work in the DOD space ever. So a true, what I'm going to say, great diversity of new thought injects into our department. I would say that's wrapping up in a couple of weeks. And I'm just super excited to see what great insights they're going to offer us because it's always cool. It's always interesting. And we are never disappointed because it always brings in some new capability of the art of the possible that wasn't even on the board when we started. So it's game changing to our department to be able to bring those partnerships in. And it's smooth and it's seamlessly integrated now. Changing gears here a little bit. DOD is gearing up for AI readiness in a big way. By 2025 is one of the milestones we're looking at here. What does AI readiness mean for the Air Force and what steps is it taking to get there? The first thing I always talk about is that our department is now a military department with two services, United States Air Force and United States Space Force. And when we look specifically at the term of AI ready, it begins by looking at the congressionally mandated commission, National Security Commission on AI. And if you read into the work that that commission has done, it's about establishing baseline digital acumen among our department's warfighters. But it's also about access to digital infrastructure and software required for ubiquitous AI integration. And so What does that mean to our airmen and our guardians across the globe? It's access to the data sets. It's access to compute and the algorithms that our total force needs to develop AI solutions from uh, tactical squadron level challenges all the way to strategic. So I like to say that our team always is focused on mission first, people always, And so the drive to AI readiness begins with investing in our team, and we continue to make targeted investments to build that acumen. And so one of the pathfinders or pilots that is currently ongoing is a national security-focused AI course at MIT. And here we're bringing together 
senior leaders, general officers, senior executives, but it's not just about upskilling in AI. It's about taking it to the next step to collaborate among each other to identify opportunities to synchronize efforts across the enterprise to accelerate digital transformation because data is a team sport and AI is a team sport. And we have to make sure that we're not just working well in our department with two services. We are also working seamlessly integrated with our partners at Army and our, our partners at the Department of the Navy and, when applicable, our allied partners. So it, it's really about that seamless integration, and it begins by building that baseline of core capabilities. To drill down into that reskilling, upskilling piece of things, Obviously, that course is, you know, a really big part of building the proficiency of airmen, generally when it comes to data, when it comes to AI. What other steps is the Air Force taking to build up that data acumen? Because it seems on one hand, the overall data literacy of the service is an imperative, but it seems like there's also room for, you know, specialization and having some really high order data scientist level people also working on this issue. We already just talked about how 80 plus percent of AI efforts begin with getting available, accurate, and actionable data. And it's critical to make that data acumen from tactical to strategic levels, a core capability in every airman and guardian. I like to say total force, military, civilian, active guard reserve. All of us need different capabilities at different times of our career. And so we're, we've been focused not just on building data pipelines, but what we're calling data talent pipelines for our workforce for today and tomorrow. And so if we think of data and people as our greatest assets, training and upskilling, recruitment, retention, university partnerships, rotational assignments, you have to have a multi-prong approach. So when we first started really the early in the journey of the chief data officer office, we partnered with internally. And some of those partnerships have really changed the trajectory of building that data talent pipeline. Today, our cadets at the United States Air Force Academy can major in data science. And upon commissioning, these new lieutenants go into all mission areas across both services. But in addition to bringing in great military talent. In addition, we've established intern programs and pathways for recent college graduates to bring data science capabilities into our workforce. So it's not just about a military path line. It's really, again, it comes back to total force. And it's also about investing in our current workforce that's already here. So another major investment that we made early in our journey was we partnered with the Air Force Institute of Technology based in Dayton to create an online graduate analytics certificate, as well as a master's program in data science. Those classes are truly total force efforts. We have military civilian at all levels of their career upskilling. In addition, we have a training portal called uh, Digital University, which offers some of industry's premier online content. That gives our airmen and guardian an opportunity to upskill at the speed of mission. So it's a multi-pronged approach for a multi-generational workforce. And then the last piece 
is really that hands-on experience. And so I go back to our partnership with AFWorks and the AI Accelerator for these data-thon slash data challenges, because it really gives our airmen and guardian an opportunity to collaboratively work with other colleagues across the enterprise, but it also gives them outreach into industry and academe to work on multiple challenges. And I will ask my team to share with you the data challenges page, because it's not just about one challenge. There's a series of challenges that are going on right now. So you can pick not just I want to participate, but what area I want to focus in. And it's really about each and every airman and guardian have the opportunity to be part of the solution. They're getting to build capability that all of their colleagues use on a daily basis. So I think that operational perspective and that ability to be part of the solution, regardless of where you are in your career, and it's really about bringing capability to the table. That was Eileen Vadreen, Chief Data and AI Officer for the Department of the Air Force. We're going to take a short break, but we'll continue our conversation when we return. I'm Jory Heckman, and you're listening to All About Data on Federal News Network. Back to All About Data, we're speaking with Eileen Vadreen, the Chief Data and AI Officer for the Department of the Air Force. We have really dug deep in the opportunities of what is possible and what is being done at the Air Force when it comes to AI. Let's flip things around a little bit and explore the idea of bottlenecks and hurdles and things that are surmountable problems, but problems nonetheless. Tell me from your perspective where those bottlenecks exist and what the Air Force is doing to address them. Well, we like to call them challenges because they're just an opportunity for us to excel. But if you look at the the challenges, we face the same challenges that all large organizations face in the AI space. Like our industry peers, we're in the process of bridging that future talent. The war on talent is real. It's not just here, it's everywhere. And so we're developing strategies to drive that talent, including software developers, data scientists, computer scientists, bringing them into our enterprise, into our workforce, but really upskilling the AI talent that we have. And we have a lot of citizen coders. These are airmen and guardian who've picked up AI and uh, data skills in non-traditional ways. And we are identifying those skills and placing those members, both civilian and military, into career opportunities where we can leverage the most from their abilities. It provides them an impactful career trajectory. And I think it's pretty exciting to be in an organization where it's okay and actually encouraged to have a non-traditional career path. It's also about making sure that our organizations are pursuing AI to solve those operational and business challenges, but looking at it from a lens from an enterprise perspective. Many of our organizations, they're small, and we need to provide capability to every airman and guardian, not just pockets of them. So one of the investments that we made was creating what we call our data innovation lab, which now is our data and AI innovation lab. And it brings together 
diverse teams of experts to really do what I call special work. It's a true collaborative environment where we will bring in data scientists, AI experts, functional leaders, industry, academe, different functional units from air, you know, our airmen and guardian, really creating real leading edge teams and proving again that when you have great capability and you bring them together, how powerful a team can be and how much change can be accelerated when you take what each of them working individually may be able to push the mission further a little bit, but cumulatively, it can be game changing. It's really about bringing innovative leaders together and some of them, you know, different technical skill sets. Some people are great idea generators. They have the vision and they just need access to the technical experts. And they may, if they're not embedded in their home organization, this data innovation lab allows them to access talent that isn't local in their environment. And part of our solution has always been bringing in amazing citizen airmen back into uniform under a, a specific program for a finite, you know, for a period of time, six or 12 months, where they can bring great talent that they've cultivated and created in industry and bring it back into the Department of the Air Force. And when they go back to their civilian roles, I like to believe that our department is stronger because of their service to our department and their nation, but also their employers, they bring back new learning capabilities there. So it's nothing is really off the table. It's about really creative thinking and bringing in the right resource at the right time, I would say at the speed of relevancy. As far as the workload of what would be brought to this data and AI innovation lab, what sorts of projects would they really excel at more than maybe other communities or or other forums within the Department of the Air Force? We've really taken a two-prong approach. One is if any airman or guardian can bring in a challenge, they put it to the lab, and sometimes we'll look at it, and if it has a true enterprise perspective and um, approach, we will use that use case at a specific squadron or wing as a pathfinder to start small and scale out a capability. We've had Intel, logistics, personnel problem sets. It's really across all spectrums. But the other approach is we have also used some of our airmen and guardian to actually mentor coders in the field, those citizen airmen, guardian coders out in the field to mentor them on how they can run those use cases locally at their organization. Our first liaison officers were out in what I call centers of gravity so that they were local airmen or guardians in uniform that could be the, I'm going to say, on-site coach as they were doing it and teaching our airmen and guardian how to do that and where to get resources to bring capability in at, at that speed of mission. I think that has really helped us scale out. So if we look at, it's not that one organization, we've pretty much had use cases come in from every major command and field activity from both air and space. And it's really about us working together because some of the use cases that we've done in one squadron can scale out, you know, one for many. And so 
it's really that pathfinder of starting small and scaling to the last tactical mile. Okay. So among the functions here, this lab can really incubate ideas into pilots or pathfinders and then uh, really unpack that as, as fully as possible. Exactly. It's a force multiplier in terms of, um, because when we run these use cases with these airmen and guardian out in the field, they become our next mentors. So they're helping the next generation of airmen and guardian coming in to run those use cases. So it's really helping us build our footprint across the entire department. Well, this has been a really deep dive into the workforce piece of things. Let's talk about the data maturity, the data infrastructure. How far along is the Department of the Air Force in the data maturity and modernization efforts that seem to be quite common these days for CDO shops across government? Well, like AI is in different levels of maturity, I think that's true in actual data maturity in different communities. And some of the things that we've found with our use cases is that not all data is equal. And so some data sets are used not just on one use case, it's used on many use cases. So that has helped us very quickly to identify targeted investment to um, really focus on data maturity and data quality in those particular areas, whether it's people, data, financial data, etc. From that perspective, it's really helped us identify how to move forward. In the near term, one of our next initiatives is what we're calling an automated metadata tagging pilot. We're trying to bring in industry type tools to automate some of the work that needs to be done. It's really critical to not just have great data, but also to have a mature catalog. We do have a catalog that federates to our DOD leadership. So it's, you know, visible, accessible data is part one. But the next piece is we want to try to use automation to make it go faster. And so we're about to kick that off in the next month or so. And again, it's a pilot. We will use an agile development approach where We'll do a piece and um, we'll tweak it a little bit and use that agile development approach so that we can really automate some of that work that is critical for our portfolio, but also trying to make sure that we can use our workforce for the really meaningful, impactful work. That was Eileen Vadrine, the Chief Data and AI Officer for the Department of the Air Force. You can find more coverage of all things data, as well as more episodes of All About Data on federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Jory Heckman, and thanks for listening to this episode of All About Data. Thanks for listening to All About Data on Federal News Radio, part of Federal News Network. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime in your favorite podcast app. Search for All About Data on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows.